How's it going guys? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, we're gonna be talking about what to do if you still have lots of doubts in recovery and you've been on this journey for a while. Now, I filmed another video similar to this, you can find it actually right up here, where I talk about what if you have doubts about recovery even being possible. So this video is kind of a continuation of that. It's what if you've gotten started on this journey, maybe you've been following my channel for a while, you've been implementing some of these things, you've seen a little bit of progress, but now you're feeling a bit discouraged by your rate of progress and the amount of perhaps setbacks, your perceived setbacks you're dealing with. So how do you deal with doubt on the way to recovery? Here I am at the beach. I'm here to take you guys out to enjoy the nice view we have here because I know a lot of people watching this and this might describe your situation, but you're at home, you're in bed, you're on the couch and you wish that you could come to a beach like this and not just get to the beach, but to be able to enjoy the beach, to be able to walk down the beach and you know not have any symptoms taint the experience. It's almost like if you have this perfect, awesome white shirt, you know, this is gray, but if you had a white shirt and there's like a big black coffee stain on it, right? Hard to ignore that. Similar to you being out in the world again, it's hard to ignore the symptoms and you can be in the happiest place possible and I totally understand that. Now, when it comes to having doubt in recovery, I've been where you've been. I know exactly how it feels. I know what it feels like to make a little bit of progress, feel like you're gaining some momentum, and then feel like someone just pulled a rug from under your feet. I get it, right? I know how difficult it can be, not just physically, right? Actually, physically, sometimes that's the easy part. It's the emotional part of things, the mental side, the mental battle that you go through every single day just to try to put on this brave face and put on this this front that you know, you're know you doing better than you really are and you do it for the people around you because you don't want them to see you suffering. If they came into your mind and they understood what you're going through, it would be a dark place. So here are some practical things you could do. Number one is listen to recovery stories. And I know it sounds super, super simple and maybe you're already doing that or you have done it in the past, but continue to feed your mind these positive things. Continue to feed your mind proof and evidence that recovery is possible. When you're listening to other stories of people who have been through it just as bad as you have, something's gonna click in your mind and you're gonna be like, okay, so they would only be describing these things, especially when they're explaining their symptoms they had before or how bad things were. It's really gonna make something click in your mind where it's like, wow, they would never know the detailed description of these things that I'm feeling right now if they've never been through it themselves. And so it gives you the sense of you know, relief knowing that they've been through this. And uh, there's so many stories out there right now. You know, when I was getting better, there weren't a ton of them. It wasn't even really a thing, CFS, right? There were a few channels that talked about it, but not as much as there are now, right? And that comes with its own challenges, like what do you believe, you know, which videos to watch, but watch the recovery stories. And you can actually click up here where there are a bunch of different recovery stories and a lot more that we will be posting in part of this playlist because there's so many people getting better. People who are so severe and they were dealing with situations you wouldn't believe. You know, the pictures these people have, like they were hospitalized and they were stretchered out of their house several times, emergency room visits, and they were able to get their life back and they are thriving now. So it's really cool to see that. Make sure you're listening to recovery stories and nourishing the mind with positive things and not just fake positivity, but evidence that it is possible to get better. So that's number one. Number two, understand that if you can get a little bit better, you could get a lot better. It's not like your body or your nervous system has this limiter where it says, okay, 
we'll let Miguel get to 50% capacity, but we're gonna cap it at that. We're not gonna let him recover beyond that. That's how I used to think. I used to think that there was an actual limit where you know I can recover, I can do all these things, I can eat perfectly healthy, sleep like a baby, or at least work on my sleep to get to sleeping like a baby, but my body is only gonna let me recover up to here. But it's never gonna let me exercise how I used to. It's never gonna let me run again. It's never gonna let me be completely symptom-free, right? And that's false, that's a lie. If you can get a little bit better, why wouldn't you be able to get a lot better? It's not like there's some code written in your DNA where it says, you know, this person is not gonna be able to do all these things again. It's just off limits. And if they even try to venture into it, it's not gonna happen, right? But you slowly build up to it. And that's the thing. It's just like in training, right? I used to be a personal trainer. So I understand the exercise science, the muscle science, the way your body adapts to things. It takes time, right? And on the way to making lots of progress in the gym, you will have times where you hit these plateaus or maybe you might have a small injury here and there. The amount of small injuries I've had and where I had to go backwards a little bit, I can't even count. Sprain a wrist, sprain a finger, sprain my ankle, you know, pull my neck, pull my hamstring. And then it's like a three week recovery or a six week recovery after that. So you have to avoid doing legs for the next six weeks, which I'm not complaining about. Don't like leg day. But recovery is not gonna be a straight line. It's gonna have its ups and downs and ups and downs. But the whole goal here and the main thing you wanna focus on is are you getting better month to month, right? Are you even a little bit better than you were last month? Because you can't measure progress by just one day or one week. One week is way too short, right? Although you can make a ton of progress in one week, you can also go backwards in one week or you can feel like you're going backwards. If you look at things from a wider, a larger time scale, that's a more accurate perspective. And if you're doing the right things, you know, if you're responding well to symptoms, if you're gradually increasing activity, if you're pacing yourself and resting when you need to rest, there's no reason you wouldn't be getting better. And actually, it's interesting. We see this a lot in people in the program. They could be doing great. They could be just on fire, just killing it in recovery, making progress. And then out of nowhere, they're just like, I got hit really hard. I don't know what happened. I've been on my butt for the last week. And when the coaches hear this, we kind of look at each other and we're like, okay, this is not random. There is a reason why, so we dig deeper. Okay, so your physical activity was the same. Your cognitive activity, pretty much the same. No massive increases in there that would warrant this intense of an adjustment period. So what has been happening in your life, John Smith? What has been going on? Is there anything with family? Is there an event coming up? Is there a death in the family or a death anniversary that has come up? Maybe it's been two years since you got sick to this day and that's triggering something in your mind and they're, they're like, yeah. And every single time there is a reason for it. There is a reason. So we identify it we work on it, we deal with it, and then they're back on track. So just understand that if you can get a little bit better, then you can get a lot better. And it's one of the most wonderful things to realize that, wow, I actually do have some power in recovering. Because prior to learning about all this, it feels like recovery is just up to luck or chance. People just fall into recovery and they don't really know exactly why they got better. But when you know exactly why, you can duplicate those results. You can duplicate that progress, right? And whatever you did to get you this much better, well, keep doing that because you're going to continue to get better, right? And you may hit these plateaus where we need to change some of the things you're doing, right? And that's where something like the Recovery Jumpstart program comes in because we're able to look at people's specific situations, analyze it, 
And us as coaches, because we've been there before, because we've been hospitalized, we've been bedridden, and now we've made it to the other side, we're able to go through the people's situations with like a fine tooth comb and give them some specific directions on what they need to do next. What do they need to focus on for the next few days or just you know, to get out of this adjustment period or for the next week? Or if they're trying to add on exercise again, well, how do we get to that next level if they feel like they've been in a plateau, right? So again, I'm gonna say this and I've said this several times in this video, I know, but I want it burned into your mind. If you can get a little bit better, there's no reason that you can't get a lot better. We just need to repeat the same things that we've been doing in order to get those results, right? You may need to tweak some things here and there, but it's not like your body has some complete limiter where it stops you at a certain level because it has some vengeance to keep you stuck and stops you from enjoying life. It doesn't work like that. So that's number two. And number three, when you do have a lot of these doubts, getting upset about why recovery is taking so long, feeling like you're going backwards, understand that is a survival voice inside. That is one of those intrusive thoughts. That is one of those doubts that you want to swat away as soon as you identify it, right? And this will happen. No matter what stage you're at in recovery, I have those thoughts sometimes. When I'm working out, or when I'm tired after a long week of work, sometimes this voice can slip in my head. Oh, Miguel, what if you end up like how you used to? If you push this hard, who knows what could happen? I have to swat that away, right? And I have to understand that at this level that I'm at right now, it would be very negligent of me to fall into CFS again because it doesn't just happen out of nowhere. It's not random. There are things that you do that put you in a position where you're more susceptible to getting something like a hypersensitive nervous system. I'm not saying it's all your fault, but I'm just saying that if I were to fall into CFS again, it would be my fault because I know exactly what would cause it. Too much stress, not sleeping enough, overthinking, overanalyzing, panicking whenever I feel symptoms. It would have to be a whole recipe for disaster for me to go back to where I was. But now I'm able to recognize and understand that is a survival voice. That is you know, a voice of fear or at least protection trying to keep me safe so that I don't make those same mistakes again. So when I do have those thoughts, I see it as a sign that like, hey Miguel, this is just a quick reminder, you know, don't do what you used to do, or else you're gonna end up like this. So understand that voice in your head, it's there to protect you. But when that voice starts saying things like, oh, are we ever gonna recover? Why is it taking so long? You need to swat that away, right? And recognize that's not you talking, that's a, an intrusive thought you're having. Once you're able to recognize that, you can deal with it much, much better than just letting it go unchallenged. And then next thing you know, you can't differentiate between your actual thoughts and these intrusive thoughts, right? So those are some things I wanted to share with you about having doubts in recovery, especially if you've been on this journey for a while and you feel like you're hitting a plateau. Sometimes you just need to bring it back to basics, right? Keep it simple, but you absolutely can get better. You can get your life back. You can get to a place where you're reintegrating back into society to a place where you get to go to a beach like this, go swimming, go surfing, go paddleboarding, to the point where you're socializing with all your friends again, you can absolutely get your life back. It takes some time, it takes some patience, but I guarantee you the time and energy you put into recovery and the patience that you have during recovery, it's gonna allow you to live a life of thriving health after. That is, you know, it's priceless. Right? And I was gonna say it's 100 times worth the amount of effort that you put in, but to be honest, I can't even measure you know, the return on investment for the hardships that I went through and how life is like right now, because it is worth it. The fight is worth it. So just keep going. I'm a perfect example of that. If you go and watch that playlist of other people who have recovered from this or are recovering, 
who have been in your shoes, you know, it's gonna show you that recovery is possible and you're gonna get there. So I hope this helps you. I hope you enjoyed this video. Uh, let me actually do something a bit different here. I'm gonna show you the beach over here. I'm in White Rock, British Columbia. This is where I live up in Canada. This is the view, right? And this could absolutely be you walking down these beaches. You see a lot of people over here, people eating ice cream, eating snacks, all of those things. This will be you one day, right? And you're gonna be sharing your story and inspiring other people one day once you start to get better, right? And once you make it to the other side. So if you did want some help recovering, just make sure to click that link down below. You can learn more about the Recovery Jumpstart program. This is where we help people in both the group and individual setting. We actually build you a specific personalized plan so that way you know exactly what to focus on. And then we tweak that plan you know, every week or so just to make sure we're continuing to make progress and whenever you hit a plateau, we're able to get you to the next level. So. Hope you enjoyed this video. Comment down below. What are some things you're gonna do when you get better? Is it travel? Is it eat your favorite food again? Is it you know hang out with your friends or go to a certain spot where you've always wanted to go to or your favorite spot on the beach? I used to go to a spot down here when I was sick and I told myself if I ever recovered, then I would come down here and really be able to appreciate the water and the sun and all of that. So. If you like this video, hit that like button, comment down below. What are some things you're gonna do once you get better? Always remember you're a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. See you in the next video.